Why do you That's need to right. do a detective drama, huh? Uh, huh? Because I feel like a detective huh? drama can be more than just like a, <laughs> a getting sing- on stage. A, s- a single joke where I suck him off all the time. You suck him off and then you guys are whisked away to a magical place on stage of like, I mean, now we're at a castle. I, mean, oh, I hate this castle. <laughs> there's a lot of scene <laughs> changes. Every episode like, just follows us. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the same formula. It's just you guys pushing some numbers on a watch, sucking each other off. No, and they're just like, oh, I was the only one this time period anyway. is shit. Well, time to go home. <laughs> Suck it off. <laughs> Suck it <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, all to brief interviews with hideous men. And as as always, I am your host, Jez Watts. Um, huge apologies that uh, this is the first podcast in four fucking months. That is a long time between uh, uh, proverbial drinks, certainly, for uh, a supposedly weekly podcast. Uh, you know what? Sorry, it's my bad. Uh, it's been a very fucking. It's been a very busy four months. Like loads and loads of stuff has happened. But that being said, I'm assuming uh, I'm I'm speaking now to a significantly smaller number of people than I was speaking to four months ago. Because uh, why wouldn't why would you remain subscribed? I would I would suppose something that has uh, ceased uh, updating. But we're back. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, and it's going to be legitimately a weekly schedule for at least a little while. And I can say that confidently uh, because we got like 10 episodes banked now uh, uh, prior to this sort of uh, relaunch, re-release, and uh, it should be good. It should be good. Well, this episode definitely is. This episode is great. Uh, and because so much has happened in the last four months, I was like, oh, I, rather than do like a 400-minute intro where I go through everything that has happened in, in 16 weeks of, 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 of living and, of, and events... Uh, so what I, I made like a massive list of all the stuff and then I was like, Ooh, I'll just, I guess I'll just like break this into like essentially over like the next like six weeks or so I can talk about each event sort of, uh, in, in, in order. Uh, cause you know, I went, I went to, you got what well, you wouldn't know, but I went to like Adelaide Fringe. I went to Melbourne Comedy Festival, Sydney Comedy Festival, Perth Comedy Festival, uh, you know what, I'll, I'll get into all this stuff over the next few podcasts, because what I'll do for this one is I'll just give you guys one pretty uh, huge announcement for me, I think it's pretty great, uh, that uh, Infinite Jest Comedy has launched a podcast network. This is part of the relaunch, actually putting episodes of this thing out uh, again, um, but uh, we, uh, if you go to like iTunes, if you're an Apple person, and you search Infinite Jest Comedy... Uh, this podcast will pop up. Also, uh, uh, another collection of podcasts called Manfred Yon's Half-Hearted series of podcasts or some shit like that, um, which also, which is a bad updater. Uh, but the very exciting news uh, is there is a brand new podcast called Super Tough Improv, which I think will be worth your time. I've heard the first few episodes. They're pretty funny. It's like an all-improvised podcast. Um, it's uh, It features uh, Rory... Machel, who's on this podcast, like all, a bunch, uh, and Sunny Yang, who's also been on, and Manfred Yon, who I think has possibly done an episode or two, but they're all really funny improvisers, 
And so they sort of uh, get suggestions or they or they sort of have a conversation that leads into inspiration for improvised scenes and then they improvise comedic scenes. It's pretty funny. Um, and uh, it, it'll be out also every Monday. So check it out on iTunes or, or whatever uh, 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 device or, 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 or application you listen to your podcasts on. Uh, yeah, so that's that. Uh, anyway... Thank you for being back, if you're back, and uh, welcome uh, to the podcast, if you join us for the first time. Uh, but um, we will kick into the episode. I'm not going to blather anymore. This is a very blathery intro, as it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to what I believe is episode 24. Yes, episode 24. Uh, episode 24, the clock sucker continuum. Enjoy. Oh, and just before we get into the episode, I'm going to be in Edinburgh for the entirety of August doing my solo show, Jesuits, Sex, Lines, and Video Games, at the uh, Free Sisters Wee Room, Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays on, at 2.45pm. Uh, if you've got any friends there, send them along. Uh, it'll be a good show, I promise. It'll be all good. And then I'm going to get uh, uh, messed up on booze and, and, and be really embarrassing. So uh, send them along. Uh, thank you. Uh, and here is the episode. I don't get a spot. It cost me like twenty bucks to get back because after these little buses and everything like that. It's yeah, like, no, I, I get it. You've either got to do it or you just not complain about it. Like, like it's a fucking hassle. I know, but I'm, I'm also I, I'm I've, not used to vulturing. I, d- I just don't understand that kind of like. Well, that's just you show up and be around and be like, you know, can I put my name down? Yeah, but it's called vulturing. Like that's that's what gets me. It just it feels like something that shitty people do. No, it's something everybody does. Yeah, but it's like the name. The makes better people do it generally. Well, it's not. It's got it's got many names. You know, res- reserves. Reserve is, I guess, the technical is term. Technical, uh, scabbing. Uh, it's, uh, Being a cunt face. A We're comedians. We're scum. What what the fuck does a shitty name for something matter? Yeah, you've, you're already the lowest thing on the totem pole of society by be, trying to be identify as a comedian. It's more just like rock up and say, "You got any scraps for me?" And it's like, "Oh, we'll give you a couple of minutes." It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like fucking, <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah, 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 yeah. Dirty, disgusting, disposable comedians. Ugh. Do you say disposable like a like a nineties yeah. like like Brooklyn kind of like, oh, disposable, disposable? Uh, yeah, he's going over here. He's disposable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one, no one's going with you on the the improv on that. You were, thing. you were, you literally were. No, no, and then I, I you don't stopped because I stopped. certainly there certainly isn't any kind of audio recording of that. So there's no, there's no proof. Hey, speaking of disposable comedians, let's talk about the MC tonight and half the acts. How, how like do you guys feel about uh, tonight's comedy night? I feel like it was just a bad night, you know? Like, just has the, bad nights. But like, this is, like, you know, one of the bad nights. Here's the thing. The crowd, I think, was good. I think the crowd was good, but they were, like, sullied for the fact that it was a, a you know, a, a oh, six-pack of cunts in the, in the six, front row. Six, well, it's the three-pack. Hmm? A three-pack of cunts. A tripod of cunts, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the the, the hit comedy group tripod came down. Yeah, and they were, were just, and they were cunts. Yeah, they oh. were playing they were playing musical comedy. Uh, they were starring in Skit House a bunch. They were doing some comedy galas, I think, is what they did. Mm-hmm. And they uh, weren't relevant anymore. 
Mm-hmm. One of them? Did one, was it was it tripod when one of them? Uh, no, it's the other one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Good on them. Yes, and they're funny. Axis of Awesome. That's who it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Brave and all that stuff, and yeah, really funny. Yeah, despite um, being, a, being d- a woman now. All right, I, I mean, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to go for the musical comedy bit, but like, I actually did musical comedy recently. Oh but no, I actually think they're very funny. Fuck, um, it's hard. What what music music did you play? What instrument? Uh, my voice. <laughs> I'm sorry. You've never. I've never seen musical comedy where someone's like, "The fucking guitar is so funny, mate." The way he just sits there and plays it. No one's ever liked that except for that one guy from Police Academy who does like stand up where he pretends to be a guitar. So, when you say you did musical comedy, uh, it was the improv. We did like a. Okay, fucking take a sip, babe. Yeah. Uh, it was the it was the it was the improv. We did like a there was this thing. We always closed the night out on this thing called soap operetta, which is like an improvised soap opera and a musical. And a musical. Yeah, at the same time. And do you have like someone playing piano or whatever? Or like yeah, not, yeah. Not... Uh, we have some guy playing piano the whole time. He he's an improviser as well. He improvises piano music. Okay. And we sing as well as like act down all that stuff. So I don't know. So I don't know could what. You, could you sing for me a little snatch of what what, what you sang? No. What, why it's, not? It's improv. No, but yeah, just, you just make it up. You have yeah. Improvise it now. Improvise it now. Uh, actually, Jez, let's play a game. Do you need a Do you need a fucking word or some bullshit, or can you just be a comedian about it? Uh, be a comedian about it, really? Yeah, like, that's right. What you said mean? you want to be a comedian, so be a comedian. What do you mean, be a comedian about it? Give make your own inspiration. You don't have to ask. You don't need a fucking audience member to give you something. Just fucking give it to yourself. You were asking me to sing the song I sang on the night. Well, then sing that or sing a new one. Okay, uh, Jez Watts, Jez Watts, <laughs> he sucks, why does he keep putting me in these corners? <laughs> I don't know. Wink. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, there was a piano there. Pretty good. Ah, uh, the room is el- is electric tonight. <laughs> yeah. And the walls, and the walls are electrified, and the floor is made of lava. Ooh. Yeah. And you can't leave <gasps> until you watch all this comedy. I'm a James Bond villain that sounds like this. <laughs> it's <Honestly>. me, Goldfinger. <laughs> hey, guys. Got a, little, got a little skits for you. You can't leave. The chairs have got bombs in them. It's just like my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There we go. It doesn't we, have to be we a We finally fucking, started the podcast. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be a fucking bit every time. That was pretty funny, though. <laughs> I hate it how, like, I, I, I try to have a conversation, and like you're like, no, Rory, do a bit. That's I've never said that. That's how it's been this whole time. Like, I keep trying to, like, talk about improv and stuff, and like, oh, sing a song, though. Well, you brought up the song. It's not, it's like, I didn't bring that up out of nowhere. It's because we think that you're funny, Rory. It's because we were talking about musical comedy. Oh, you don't know tri- you, you, Tripod and Axis of Awesome? Are they singing? They? But you brought it up. Yeah, because we talked about Tripod. Because we're talking about the Roy, shitty people this, in the front this row. This podcast is Roy Manchel featuring Infinite Jest. And, like, this, if that's the case, you know, we're just your opening acts and you're here to shine. <sighs> I wish. <laughs> you want that to be true. You said there was some stuff you wanted to talk about, like, for sure, on the podcast. What What is that? That was it. That What, what, what was it? The musical comedy? No, talking about fucking improv and how, like, it's like... <sighs> how it's kind of, like, become, like, a chore to me. Like, it used to be a hobby, now it's, like, a chore, and, like, it's really weighing on me. And then it became, like... 
Do it. Come on, funny man. Sing a little song. Sing a little song about your pain. I think that like you doing stand up, like you 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 still seem like you're quite shy on stage yeah, and stuff. For but sure. but you doing improv, it's like you you're like another person. Like you, you're so point. fucking yeah, but you're yeah, but like you're so over the top and like it's like you you're so good, and it's like. Wow, like, Rory, look at him fucking go, you know? This is the thing. Impact. I think Rory's just a really funny guy, and, like, he's 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 played by insecurity, and then when it's stand-up, it's like he's getting up and he's like, oh, this is me, and then he just retracts into, like, a little turtle but, cell. But I, I, I found that I'm, like, the opposite. Like, stand-up, I'm, I'm, like, I still give a shit. I, I'm not as nervous as I was. Like, I can get up on stage and not give a fuck. Improv, I, I will freeze the fuck up, and I will not participate because I'm like I can't think of anything so I'm like we're kind of like opposite I think I don't get where this thing about me being nervous on stage is like I don't get I get nervous before I get on stage when I'm on stage I I feel fine I don't I don't think of myself as like the nervous shy person mm, I mean that may be true I mean this happened when um like last year when I did my solo like Glenn opened for me one night and I was, like, I watched, uh, like, it was Glenn and, and Mulvey and, and Sam Cribb, like, they all opened for me one night. Mm. And I watched everyone open. You were probably there. Three great MCs. That's right. All mm. equally good MCs. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, were, you were probably there. Did you see when Glenn opened for me? Yeah, I saw when Glenn did it, yeah. He looked fucking terrified the whole time. I don't know if you remember this, but I definitely do, because, like, I was, like, waiting to come on to stage. So I was, like, looking at everything that was happening. Um, Glenn looked absolutely terrified and so nervous and so clammed up, like more than I'd seen him like that in probably six months. Um, and I talked to him about it afterwards. I was like, hey, but well, why are you so nervous? And he just said, oh, I wasn't nervous at all. I don't know why I came off as nervous. And I think maybe there is something to that of whether or not you're actively feeling it, if you project that, then it just kind of shuts down yeah, who you are like as a, a comedian. A thing in your voice or like... Your body language or something like body that. I've done huge. gigs where I've been like, I don't give a fuck. Here I go, really confident, and people have come up like, "Yeah, man, that was really funny." But fuck, you look nervous, and I'm yeah, like, "No, I'm sure. not. I don't. I thought I was confident." But like, that's the thing. There's what, plenty what of times. There's for? plenty of times you've done gigs where you've come off real confident, and there's even been times where I, where you've I know you're nervous about it, and you still come off confident. That that does, honestly that doesn't happen that much with you because you like you very much have that nervous energy a lot of the time, but. Yeah, I think it's whether or not you're feeling that way, that's for sure how you're projecting things. The other thing is that a lot of times, and I think probably Glenn would agree with this, a lot of times we watch you and we're like, oh, um, it doesn't seem like he's comfortable because we know how funny you can be and how much you can sort of riff and go with moments and things. And then on stage, like, you shut down a lot more. It seems like you don't believe in yourself. That's what it is for me. I feel like... um, I feel like you come on stage thinking that you're going to fail in stand-up. Uh, to be fair, I haven't really seen you improvise or whatever. I assume you're amazing. He's fucking amazing. I, assume, I really he do really assume is. that that's true. Um, I'm the face of OTH. Yeah. Yeah. I was on a billboard, Jez. I, uh, I saw, like, McNulty was on the billboard, like, yeah. and uh, I noticed nobody, uh, nobody thanked me for naming him. But, uh, you know, whatever. You know, it's just like an NCIS show with a guy called McNulty. Oh, I stole it from The Wire. But oh, I, the nevertheless, wire. I, 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 I stole that name and gave, yeah. it, gave it to Sonny. And I I'm said, pretty That's sure I was there when we were coming up with that concept. Like, before he very first did the very first McNulty, like, we were there. Yeah, you could have been there, yeah, I yeah. I, I mean, we were chatting about it. Uh, Sonny and I were chatting about it as well. I mean, you may very well have been there. Yeah, also. it's just like we, we were, fuck, we were just fucking things. around. And yeah. then this, this dumb joke become, like, this thing that's now on a billboard, like... 
Yeah, I think it's, didn't we also come up with it might have been around the same time the thing of uh uh clock Oh clock suckers. Clock suckers, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, clock suckers was like a a time travel show. Who it wasn't Sunny was it Sunny or was it someone else? Oh, wasn't it it was Sunny and you. It's Sunny and yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was Sunny and me. Um and like we would travel through time and I think maybe Maybe it was Clocksuckers because, like, in order to facilitate the time travel, like, I would have to, like, make him come or something. Yeah, one, one of you guys... I would have to suck he, him off. Yeah. One of you guys had to suck the other one off to, to go back in time. I'm pretty sure it was But when, when you got off. back in time, it was just Sonny was just really unimpressed with all the shit he was seeing. Even yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonny would just stand there and, and like, yeah. like, like, yeah, he would just be, like, annoyed at, at any different time period. Ugh, that castle's bullshit or whatever. And then I would I'd have to, like, suck, his, suck him off again to, like, get us back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Clock suckers. Why did he pick McNulty? I know, McNulty's suckers. bullshit. Clock suckers. Uh, now that's got appeal. That's what I say. Why do you need right. to do a detective drama, huh? Uh, huh? Because I feel like a detective huh? drama can be more than just like a, <laughs> a getting sing- on stage. A, a single joke where I suck him off all the time. You suck him off, and then you guys are whisked away to a magical place on stage of like. I mean, now we're at a castle. I mean, oh, I hate this castle. <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. scene changes. Every episode, like, just follows. <laughs> us. It's just the same formula. It's just you guys pushing some numbers on a watch, sucking each other off. No, and they're just like, oh, I was the only one. This time period anyway. is shit. Well, time to go home. <laughs> suck him off. <laughs> suck him off. <laughs> yeah. Is this where the is this where the, like the concept of your joke where you suck the guy came from? You're like, well, we do we, do, we did a few test runs. Uh, people love the realism. They just love, you know, just me getting down on my knees. By the way, I like how you said it's called clock suckers. I think that's the one where I suck Sonny's dick. It could be another one. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it was a long time ago. Sonny's going to jog my it. memory. Oh, maybe the name. Maybe not, the name. I'm not sure if it was, but I had an idea for a show like fucking years ago. And it was about a guy. Oh, what the fuck? And he could uh, see into the future every time he had an orgasm. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. And I wasn't sure if it should have been like a comedy or a porn. <laughs> Wait, but so like, is he here's yeah, so here's my question, right? Is he seeing like uh like important events? Like like does he have to like fuck to stop crimes? Well that's the thing, it's like he starts off like doing it and like like he starts banging this girl or something and yep. then like he he, he comes he sees in the future like this doesn't work out, so he's just like, Oh fuck so he just bails and this chick's like, What's going on? Oh so he's and seeing then, like, like the future on, of the relationship. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. later on he figures out that he can see into the future, so he, he joins the cops or whatever and then they're like trying to storm this building it's just like oh hang on a second and he just fucking jerks off and it's just like no you go that way you go that way ah so, nice and then, and then he, he gets this, this lady cop to jerk him off or something and then in the end he can't actually see into the future he just wanted her to jerk him off wait so the, <laughs> <laughs> the whole time it's just been something like that way. I never really fleshed it out because I was like I probably can't sell this idea but that kind of sounds kind of similar man. to clock suckers so that are oh, copyright by the way yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. Well, one of them controls space, the other one controls time, but they are a continuum. Uh, I feel like one is the sequel to the other. Are they uh, like, like in the? Are they in the? Clocks like a diamond and clocks like a pearl. <laughs> <laughs> the, po- the Pokemon. Are they? Are they in a? Are they, are they I in the same? Assumed that time. was some kind of bullshit card trading yeah. thing. Yeah, one's time, one's space. So, uh, is this like? Uh, a, is it's this just physics, bro? It doesn't all have to be card trading. Is this in the same cinematic universe as like McNulty as well? Like, is like a, just a real detective? Because like. Mc- there is like psychics in McNulty. Oh right, well yeah, McNulty should uh, for like one of the one of the storylines for McNulty, he should encounter that guy because he's also part of the police yeah, well, force. Yeah, he, right? he can just be a supervillain, I guess. 
Oh, that's true. But he can get introduced as a cop and then, like, it turns out like he's a supervillain. Yeah. But you have to improvise to that, to that so storyline. He, he, he has to catch the supervillain before he comes. <laughs> so it's like, it's like 24, but like, like a minute or something. Right, so he's edging the whole time. No, he's just like fucking... So further in the future. Oh, uh, you can't see me miming the wanking, but he's just like fucking going for it. There's a timer on the screen and he's just like <laughs> right through. Stop the cum, save the girl. Uh, <laughs> I should revisit this. No, it's good. It's, I like it's it. Funny, right? I, I genuinely like. It. Hey, I, speaking of, uh, just because we were talking. Oh, did you want to talk about? Um, speaking of uh, the the car, you bringing everything back to fucking weird card trading things. I want to talk about you at the drunk show. You at the drunk show were fucking wrecked, man. You were so wrecked. So the drunk show for for listeners and to potentially you, Rory, the um, drunk or the drug. Drunk, drunk, the drunk, drunk show. Drunk. So the right, drunk- this, wait, this is Infinite Jest drunk show? No, 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 we just did that oh, like okay. a one-off, right? There's a drunk show at, at Fringe, uh, which is happening right now, uh, for it's the time Bridge. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. So there's a drunk show, yeah, so there's a drunk show, Jerry Lewis. Um, there's a drunk show at, uh, yeah, at, at Fringe, uh, and John Conway, who's a great comic that, that we're a big fan of, um, is uh, like hosting it. And so he got Glenn to do the show. And so the concept of the show is that you get like a few comedians on, they get drunk and they do sets. And then like they kind of get heckled over mics and, and all that kind of stuff, like the, like the Yang interruption, but with three, with three different comics. Um, and so I went and saw this and Glenn got asked to Was do Was Andrew it. Wolf on this one? No. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I went and saw it. Glenn uh, was asked to do it like on the day. Uh, it was him and a couple other comics. And uh, it was 13 people in the crowd or maybe... I'm going to say there's 13 people. It was not a big crowd. It was a massive space. But John Conway came out. It was really good. Like, opened it really well. Glenn had had four or five. Yeah, I'd been drinking before. Like, I went to the Brisbane Hotel to work my set out, and I was just drinking, knocking them back. I might yeah. have had, like, four or five pints, something like that. Four or five pints at the and Brisbane. Then when, I, when I got to the drunk show, I had a few cans. Yeah, then we walked uh, down there. Then he had, like, a couple more cans, a few, more, a few cans. Uh, and then John Conway like, also brought out, like, a bottle of Jameson's. And Glenn was like, oh, fuck, well, I need to drink a bunch of this Jameson's. Like, I'm on the drunk show. So he had, like... Yeah, so now I'm kind of drunk enough to the point where I'm just drinking the Jameson's. Like, not nursing, but I'm just, like, fucking skull it back. Just like, doing a it. shot and then just pouring another one and then just, like, drinking it. <laughs> and I'm just... Because, you know, when you get to that point and it's just, like, there's no coming back from that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So what happens? <laughs> Thanks for that leading question um, So yeah, so Glenn is getting trash back The first comic on, Matt Stora, very funny guy Is not Musical drunk Musical comedian Musical comic uh, Is not drunk but And they, he gets up and he's doing material And then John Conway's like heckling him And he's sort of just trying to get back into his material And like, it takes him about Because he does like a 10 minute set or whatever it takes him about 7 minutes to realise Oh, I'm not actually supposed to be doing material And just then just sort of talking with John and, and sort of riffing with the crowd and stuff. And, like, it closes pretty well. And then uh, Glenn comes up. And Glenn, like, from the moment he takes the mic, he just starts giggling, right? And then stumbling back and forth. And it's funny, right? We're all... And everyone in the crowd's like, oh, this guy is drunk. Woo-hoo! Uh, but then he giggles again and stumbles back and forth again. And then everyone doesn't really laugh the second time. And then everyone giggles again. And stumbles back and forth again. And now he's been just done nothing but giggling and stumbling while 13 people in a giant room just stare at him for like about a minute. And nobody's Mm. laughing because he's just trash bag drunk. And then he eventually like is able to like flip into his material and he starts doing jokes. So do you remember this or you blacked out at this point? 
No, I don't remember much of the set, but what I can say is when I got up on stage and took the mic out of the stand, I couldn't open my eyes. Oh, that's right. You you had your eyes <laughs> I closed. I was so fucked. And it, yeah, at one point you started like telling the crowd, like, I can't open my eyes, and we all laughed. But then you were like, no, I really, I can't, op-. like, you were, seriously, your eyes were closed, and you were, like, upset about the fact you couldn't open them. You sound like a child who's been asked to go to bed, but they're very tired. <laughs> and... and- <laughs> No, I can't open my eyes. I'm not tired. Mom, I'm just doing it because I like the dark. There also, <laughs> someone else that happened. Like, I only found this out like fucking uh, yesterday at the artist bar. The, the, I think the tech of the show. Oh, who, yeah. I think you said wanted to punch my head in afterwards. I, I think you said it was the tech. Come up to me, like, tech, really yeah. happy, shook my hand. And it was like, hey, man, you at the drunk show. Fucking so funny. My favorite part was when you were trying to play with the mic cord. And then you realized it was a wireless mic. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't remember that. Thank, thank you. That that sounds kind of funny. <laughs> that was, that, yeah, that was true. You were trying to grab, you were trying to grab the air. You were trying to grab the air for about yeah, 45 seconds or so. Like you were just clutching at the air. No one knew what you were trying to do, by the way. No one was like, he's grabbing for a mic cable. And then you went, oh, oh there's no mic cable. Ooh. But uh, during this set, like, you did, like, uh, two minutes of material or whatever. Then John Conway just started insulting you. And then it, from there, you was talking about fucking Dragon Ball Z for, like, yeah, the rest of the set. The only other part of that Wait, Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super? Uh, I think both, but then they, they to them it's all Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, like, yeah but in, like, in the original Japanese, it's just Dragon Ball. Because like, like, really... I do remember a snippet of, of mentioning Dragon Ball Z and maybe just like, oh, do you watch Dragon Ball Z? Do you watch Dragon Ball Super? And then, like... That's all I really kind of remember. And then afterwards, like the next day, I'm like, I don't have any jokes about Dragon Ball. Like, what the fuck was I talking about? But yeah, that, the rest of it's gone. So fucking, I don't know if you want to just talk about it. Oh, no. Well, yeah, you spent like probably, oh, I'm going to say, yeah, five, six minutes uh, like talking about Dragon Ball Z. And you asked the crowd, like before you started talking about it, you were like, do you guys know Dragon Ball? And nobody said anything. And you were like, all right, well, I'm just going to talk about Dragon Ball. And then like about a minute into it, then you were like, do you guys know Dragon Ball? <laughs> and like, still, no one made any noise. And you were like, uh, it's fine. And then like another two minutes of you talking about Dragon Ball Z happened. Then you asked them again, do you guys not know Dragon Ball? Do you guys not know Dragon Ball Z? And they continued. Oh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, they continued to not know Dragon Ball oh. Z. But it was actually very funny. Like, I mean, I mean, the whole point of it was John Conway was just saying you look like a fucking nerd. And that's how you got into this thing about, like, oh, yeah, I am a nerd. I fucking love Dragon Ball. And, yeah, like, right, uh, basically the last thing you said on stage was just, like, you paused for about 20 seconds, and then you sort of went, I just, I just, I just fucking love Dragon Ball. And then you just sat down. <laughs> that was the end of your, that was your big closer. Uh, <laughs> I, I do. You do? I do love it. It's you great. just love Dragon Ball. But if that got a laugh or I, I, from what I was told no you did it, well you it, did was, well. it was a good set it was fun I and I just feel like there's kind of a a little bit of pride in knowing that even being fucked up to the point where you are just like gone like and then still doing well on stage it's yeah just for like, sure because well, oh. yeah, after we walked out like um, so yeah at the end of the show I came up to you, and and so Glenn is still like sitting to the side of stage, like with a mic or whatever. Yeah. And there's another act on, and Glenn has just like fallen onto his back onto the onto the the like sort of uh, the benches, and he's just sort of rolling around on his back like a turtle that's been turned over, right. and just occasionally this yelling out 
I don't know, Dragon Ball or whatever the fuck he was yelling out. Like, it just he's just excited to be there. Um, after the show, uh, I came up, I come up to Glenn and I'm like, hey man, are you, you right? Like, whatever. I thought he's kind of been like doing a character of someone who's so drunk. It's the drunk show. And I was like, hey man, like, yeah, good job, or whatever. And he's just like, <laughs> just no, no coherence. And I'm like, are you actually this drunk? Are you pretending to be drunk? Because he's so drunk that I'm like, oh, he's a danger to himself. And then I thought, oh, you know what? That's a crazy thing to think. But then he grabs a drink and just hurls it down on the ground on the bottom of the tent into, like, sound equipment. And, yeah, the tech. Clearly not the tech. Was he, like, long-haired, dude? Oh, yeah, a little bit long hair. It could have been the same guy. Maybe It might have been, but he was mad in the moment for sure. And he, like, he took me aside. He was like, get this fucking guy out of here. He just hurled a drink. At my sound equipment Like I want to Fuck out of this tent It's the drunk show Fuck him It is the drunk show Yeah The drunk show Had been over at this point For a couple of minutes um, But yeah So I take Glenn outside That was yesterday Glenn The drunk show Was four <laughs> days ago I take Glenn outside And there's some The audience members Like 13 people But like they've all Had a good time They're milling around They're like Oh it's that guy And they come up to him And then Glenn is just being A fucking savage lunatic With them Where He's also chastising them About Dragon Ball but on top of that, just being a super fucking weirdo guy. To be fair, he's got a point. Dragon Ball's pretty good. I mean, sure, you guys both I mean, love Dragon Ball. There's plenty of great anime out this, uh, like this year. Like a, I mean, this year's kind of been slow so far, but it's just the first season. But anyway, there's been plenty of great anime recently. You know, like uh, Mob Psycho 100, uh, One Punch Man, fucking JoJo's been pretty good. Especially it's due for a resurgence, I think. So what? It's due for a resurgence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like a uh, super, not that great, I feel oh, like. Mm. I've, seen, I've seen some episodes. I haven't seen a lot of it, but I've seen some episodes and clips like... I, I like the idea of it, but like you know, like uh, the animation style just like kind of feels off to me. You know, like it feels yeah, like a it's a little bit weak, and I would change some things. But the new series, the new saga, just started. So yeah, I mean, like it's exciting because like, it's a new Dragon Ball. Really, you guys are such fucking losers. <laughs> you guys are the worst. I'm sorry. Are we are we are we interrupting your uh, your fucking no your no? Podcast? It's fine. Whatever your podcast you have after a common room alone with like three other people. <laughs> There's two of you. <laughs> What about the bar? Oh, the bar guy's gone. Yeah, Whoops. no, he's very smartly left. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Because, you know, if he, if he kept laughing so hard, it would have showed up on the podcast. Luckily, he left so quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. He had to leave because it was picking up his... His idol wanted to pick up my laughter. I better, better, better get out quick. Yeah, uh, e- eagerly advance the podcast. Uh, do eagles have ears? I found out uh, birds have ears. And it's- do eagles have ears? Yeah, because I mean, like, they don't have fucking, like, you know, human ears on the side of their head. Yeah, they have ears, bro. Yeah, but I mean, usually people see eagle eyed, and I said eagle ears instead as a dumber. I found out that birds I have. I like, don't think they have, like, super hearing, but they do have ears. If they don't have super hearing, why are they yelling so loud all the time? <laughs> also, I found out uh, that birds have, uh, <laughs> birds have ears, and they're just holes in the side of their head that are covered by feathers. Yeah. That's fucked. But we've just got holes in the side of our head that are covered by, like,. The ears. Nah, shut your fucking face, Jess. <laughs> like it's, it's like this, it's like the idea of someone. It's like someone cut off an ear, and it's just like a hole. Like no, it's not even, it's not even like that. It's just like a, it's just a black hole. Yeah, but you if can't someone cut into. off your ear, like you'd still hear. You just yeah. hear less well. No, you probably hear better. I can show you. You gonna fucking cut off my ear like the Yakuza? I mean, usually cut Yakuza off. Yakuza cut off a finger, I think. Yeah, usually, usually cut off their pinkies. Like um, I've I've been I've been fucking dick deep in the Yakuza games recently. The game is just oh. Mwah. Yakuza Zero just came out. I literally, pretty much all I know about the Yakuza is from uh, the movie Predators because there's like a Yakuza guy in that, and he's missing uh, a finger. 
Usually I it's think. a pinky because uh, yeah, yeah, and they're like, "Hey, why are you missing your finger?" And he's just and he's like been really quiet the whole movie. He's just like, "I talk too much," and I was just like, "Oh, that's a fucking wicked line." Uh, that's all I know about Yakuza stuff. And also, he has a sword. Yeah, uh, they actually they cut off the pinky, so it's actually harder to use the sword, Ooh. which doesn't mean shit in the modern world when you have guns. Yeah, why would you use a sword? Uh, because maybe you want to uphold honor and tradition. And uh, maybe you'd want to play the new Yakuza 0 out now. It's a prequel to the regular Yakuza games on <sighs> PS5. You can buy it online. It's great. You play as a real estate agent uh, who was part of Yakuza. It's not a joke. So, anyway, all right. Yeah, no, clearly that was just fucking advertisement. Um, although, this, actually, there's another thing I thought about that I want to talk about. Yeah. This segues into it pretty well. I had a friend in high school. Is Just this in case it, you didn't realize. Is it, are you saying it's a good segue? Because uh, it sounds like I don't have any friends. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, no, I had a friend in high school, and he was really quiet all the time. Like, he very rarely said anything. And we, we actually, like, kind of lionized him in a lot of ways, where we were just like... It was, it was kind of a Glenny character, where we would, he would just like... You dressed him up in a, in a lion fursuit. And we fucked him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. You gifted um, him. You, yeah. You used the correct terms. Sorry, I apologize yeah. uh, to, to the... A significant portion of the listening community, apparently. <laughs> uh, hi, Mel. Um, so, um, yeah, so, uh, no, uh, but he was really quiet all the time, and, like, he very occasionally spoke, and when he did, we were just like, oh, it's so deep and meaningful, and all this kind of stuff, like, soft-working guy, and, like, the whole, like, still waters run deep thing. Uh, it turns out, like, I only found this years after high school, the reason he very rarely spoke, and thus we, like, thought he was, like, just a really deep guy is because he had a major hearing problem and he would very... He he rarely understood what was happening. Like, he was just sitting around being like, oh, I don't quite hear what everyone's talking about. I better just be quiet all the time. And, yeah, it just turns out he uh, he was confused. Right, so you guys... So, Glenn, just... can you hear? Can you hear well? Huh? <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, so the moral of the story is that you and your friends in high school... We're dicks to this guy who We weren't have... dicks and we thought he was great. We thought he was the best. Right, you treated him like a, oh he's so 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 so. We great. thought he was the best. Like we're not dicks. Did you try to get to know him? Like, you know, He was get... our best friend. Apparently not, because you found out fucking later that he has a bad hearing and you're like well, he... oh, crazy. <laughs> I mean that's on him. No, he's not going great. He knew. Listen, he he it was on him to tell us. Anyway, I, I think it's interesting that <sighs> I guess I was wrong. Alright, yeah, that's yeah. fine. What would, what's the number one sense you would give up? The number one sense? Yeah. Ooh. Um, probably I would give up my sensitivity to bombing. Like, if I didn't care about that at all, I feel like I would be a lot happier. Right. That's a very funny answer. I think I would go for a... <laughs> I feel I'd go for my thought- sixth sense so I couldn't see ghosts anymore. Uh, oh, Yeah. Yeah. I can see, uh, well, there's something coming out of the podcast recorder. What's going Oh, no. It's this episode. It's dead. <laughs> it's dead. Um, no, I don't know. I think I wouldn't want to give up hearing. I wouldn't want to give up. Give up Ooh. smell, right? Mm, but smell means, like, taste is pretty much gone as well. Well, I didn't say taste. I said smell. Ah, but smell and taste are related. Yeah, I know, but it's not, yeah, but it's not, not like, for this game. Yeah, but eyes and hearing. <laughs> like, I mean, kind of like eyes and hearing are also kind of related as well. Eyes and hearing, how so? I mean, like, uh, like Daredevil's eyes, he's got super good hearing. And then he's, uh, <laughs> able to, that's, kind of, that's kind of the scientific basis I'm, I'm, uh, I'm basing it what on. What would you give up, Roy? I'd give up my taste. Yeah, I think taste is probably why I'd have to give up. I wouldn't want to give it up. 
but I wouldn't. Actually, no, I'm going to go Glenn. I'm going to go smell. Because like, I've never had a situation where I'm like, thank God I could smell that. I've never thought like, oh, fuck, thank God. Oh, oh no, there's a fire. Like, I'm pretty sure I would be able to hear it, see it, taste it. Uh, see the dead people. This is the thing. I think if you're giving up taste or smell, you're giving up both of them. Yeah, but you're giving that's... up both of those senses. Okay, but in like a in a in a fucking like in a would you rather? It's not like would you rather lose all your teeth or would you rather get a million dollars? You're like, oh, if I got a million dollars, I could just buy new teeth. Like, no, you're not getting both. You're just losing one. Well, I feel like if you you wouldn't get your teeth, but you could get new teeth. Yeah, sure. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like, come on, man. What's what's your next topic, Top Master? Man, you know what? I miss, I miss D&D so much. I miss D&D as well. Why don't we play you D&D anymore? It's a fringe. Nerd. Yeah, we're all nerds. I posted, <laughs> the thing, I posted the thing like twice. Hey, guys, you want to meet for d yeah, Sorry, we're too busy, but fringe. I mean, it's it's hard work being a comic all the time. Uh, the other I topic I had, uh, I talked about this on stage tonight, but, uh, but is <laughs> me being a child model. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I can tell because you're just kind of a doll. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I spent two years modeling little boys' fashion. Uh huh. <laughs> what kind of fashion? Like uh, jeans? Like uh, I mean, what what, what was your... all kinds of clothes? Do you have any pictures of you doing this? Oh. That's a good point. I don't know. Oh I, man, I gotta maybe find that. Yeah. What if uh, you thought you were a model, but really, like, it was shitty clothes, like? Here's Jez in some cargo shorts and a and a stained T-shirt. Oh, oh, have how avant-garde. Ooh, look at him. Ooh, I mean, wow. throwing down a runway while you can while you barely know how to walk. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, you know some of the context of this, but it is funny that you put it in the what if I thought I was a model? Because yeah, I I did this modeling for two years and I thought I was like a paid model. <laughs> I thought I was like this was my job as a child. Right, that's why. That's why now you're like a, one of those broken ex-child stars. Uh. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's how I ended up. Because yeah, yeah, I found out years later uh, that yeah, my mother was just telling me I was like a paid model, but she was paying for me to do this modeling stuff, like in front of crowds, by the way, with people taking photos. How I don't big, know how, how big ex- were these crowds. They're I don't like, know how expensive this was. Are they like defectors crowds or are they like a? Uh, a real comedy rooms crowds. <laughs> yeah, they were almost yeah like a real comedy rooms. Was crowds. it like busking basically? You um, yeah, it was. Uh, no, no, it, what, it what was. What kind of crowds would want to gather to watch kids modeling? Like that's kind of weird, right? Yeah, I know exactly. It's, uh, yeah, it's either like really like I I, I really started to think because I because uh, as as I said like and this is true like I forgot about this until two weeks ago where I don't know if the memory is repressed or whatever. But like once I remembered this two weeks, ago, I was like. What was the demographic of the crowds? <laughs> what, what, what are they? What, are, what is the makeup of a crowd of people, of adults, that want to look at small children yeah, just walking back and forth, like, sashaying their hips, like, wearing, I, wearing pretty clothes? I can understand, <laughs> like, the child modelers in, like, oh, put these clothes on, we'll take some pictures for, like, a clothing catalogue or something. Yeah. But when it's like, putting not, the kid on the catwalk. And it's not for anything. Like, there's no, <laughs> there's no product being sold. In fact, you're paying money for this to happen. Like... What what is the thought process behind putting me in that situation? I'd love to know. And then on top of that, lying to me about why I'm there, and then just like a few years later being like, oh no, that was all lies. Why? Why would you do that? I feel like the worst part about this is that like... The reveal? No, no. That's the part for me. Child beauty pageants do exist. Why didn't your mum just sign up for one of those instead of being like... I guess she thought I couldn't make it (laughs) in a child beauty pageant. She's like, I, I need to just fucking pay for this kid to feel something but like also 
what would a kid fucking kids kids aren't like oh mommy i wish i was in a catwalk no i thought i was pretty attractive because of it like right, right. Uh, you thought your fucking six-year-old body was uh <laughs> eight i was eight. Oh, sorry sorry yeah you were eight sorry you, you, you and was i was ripped i was fucking oh was yeah fucking you tanked. were on the cover of fucking teen the uh, preteen vote. pre-teen magazine yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking you were down at primary school like Oh hey babes, you see me on the on the covers. <laughs> hey Jez, can you pass, can I borrow a pencil? Sorry, I'm a model. And then you'd like flip up your glasses that uh, were prescription, of course, because uh, really you weren't really a model. You were just a fucking just a, loser. Yeah, man. I feel like this is like this is so sad. Like it really is. No, the thing is, your mum could have done a hundred other things to give you more confidence. She could have given me like taekwondo lessons or something. She could have just occasionally given me a fucking compliment. She could have just given you money. She could have paid people to, to buy self confidence. Also, she didn't have to make you a model. She just could have had like crowds of people come and be like, "Oh, Jazz, you're so cool." You didn't have to be a model. But for this that. is the thing; it's backfired in so many different ways. Because not only like obviously is the reveal when I'm still a kid that this was not true like is that incredibly like soul crushing but on top of that i've got a pretty fucking weird strutty walk that i can't get rid of that i'm pretty sure came from this child modeling thing where for two years they were like no 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 you walk like this and i was like all right and now i just did you do classes yeah oh my god i did classes maybe maybe you didn't maybe and performances maybe your mom wasn't like oh you were never a model maybe she's like trying to like shield you from the fact that like you couldn't break out into the model world even after all the training and but all the she exercise told me i was a model yeah but maybe like, maybe that was the thing like maybe she was like my boy's gonna make it and then when she realized you couldn't make it she was like i gotta lie to him i gotta, I gotta... <laughs> oh man oh, maybe that was it yeah, okay that actually makes a lot of sense but i didn't want to no, do just, this at just... any point Oh, yeah, fucking, I'm sorry, to all the kids playing fucking shitty soccer and, like, football at, like, 6 a.m. in the morning, are they like, Oh, mm. thank his mum for bringing me down to this shitty oval. I love sitting here with grass on me because these long socks are great. This is my kid voice, by the way. It's also my Tor Snyder voice. <laughs> it's also your regular voice. Uh, how dare you? I, by the way, Tor, it's not an insult because I think you got a, got a child. It's fine. She doesn't listen to the podcast. You got, you got a child at heart. A child at heart. Man. Or a child at knife point. And if you do not surrender to her demands she will take that child and that child won't be a knife point it'll be at knife hilt point because <laughs> you'd have stabbed the child which isn't really much you can kind of save a child from being stabbed in the heart i didn't say in the heart no you said like you'd have him at heart point uh, so, so so she was shoving the a knife full into a child's heart and then to the point that the hilt was now at, at the heart So like he's got a knife Through his heart Like I'm pretty sure That kid's not coming back If you kept it in I'm pretty sure the, the I mean I've seen A lot of Grey's Anatomy I've not I've had a lot of people t- I've, I've had one person Talking about Grey's Anatomy once I'm pretty sure You could save a child uh, That has a knife In its heart That's what that song How to Save a Life Is all about I mean Where did knife go wrong Hey It's <laughs> so hard <laughs> What I was gonna say Is that hey man uh, I'm still here And Yeah I think we can all agree That I got stabbed right in the heart. Yeah, and uh, when you were young, you were the Dr. Dreamy. The what? Dr. Dreamy. What's Dr. Dreamy? He's from Grey's Anatomy. Uh, I don't want, let's not do Grey's Anatomy ER. references here. Why not? Remember, I don't know anything about Grey's Anatomy. Remember when the let's Grey's... talk about Scrubs. Let's talk about Zach Braff. Remember, remember, remember when the Grey's Let's talk about fucking, fucking how that show got like 
like too pretty for its own good and then it tried to do a thing about it tried to do an episode where it was like oh look about how this would look if this was a sitcom silly thing where everyone's boobs are too big and everyone's like hair is too nice and then two seasons later it just looked like that because they fucking sold out bro and scrubs used to be something and then it wasn't and then they tried to bring it back and then it was like the new class and zach Braff was only in it for like six episodes and it it just wasn't good. Yeah, I thought it would yeah. be fun to to uh, get like the really serious, fucked up scenes from like Grey's Anatomy or the other hospital shows, but splice it with inappropriately funny <laughs> scenes. <laughs> yeah, the, the funny <laughs> scenes from Scrubs. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, oh, that's cool. You can just sing over me. No, I thought it would be like the Benny Hill music, like playing <laughs> while, while like. Oh, that'd fu- be that'd be fine too. But yeah, but just like get like JD fucking around and then splice it with like some kids dying from like one of like, the serious <laughs> hospital shows, and then like have him be like, oh, oh I'm just so silly, and like, oh, that'd be funny. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, we need the heart as soon as possible, and then it cuts to like JD into like like passing a heart. She's like, I don't want to touch it. You touch it. I don't want to touch it. You touch it. Yeah. Then or it's like, like we need to, we need to, you know, this kid's gonna die in the next fucking minute, and then it's just him having an internal monologue, <laughs> and the kid's dead. And it's just like, oh, you know. As I thought about it, I realized yeah. that, uh, that you know, maybe, maybe the kids are our future. Beep. Yeah. Uh, time to uh, Maybe it's worth a shot. Yeah. But I mean, it, to make that kind of thing, it'll take a lot of effort. I mean, I can't do it all on my own because you know, I know I'm no Superman. <laughs> uh, mm. I was listening to the Harmon uh, Harmon Town podcast. Harmon Town, it was called Harmon Town. All right, yeah, it is. Like, if if you want to talk about other podcasts, do it quickly because I don't want this to get too podcast referential. No, I just want to say I feel like I listen to that podcast now just to get mad. Why? Why do you get mad? It's a great podcast. Every time it's like, ah, oh, the the world sucks, and Dan comes out, and he's like, ah. I'm mad all the time, but I don't want to be mad. My therapist tells me not to be mad. And then, uh, then I just sit down and I'm like, yeah, he's right. I'm uh, mad. Be- I'm, I'm mad that Trump's elected. Like, not necessarily because he's going to destroy the world or whatever. But also, like, I'm pl- I was planning on moving to the U.S. with, my, with Nicole, like, with my girlfriend. And, uh, and you can't do it now because she's a I- woman? This is the thing. I don't know if we can anymore. Like, I one, I don't know if we're allowed or if we will be allowed by the time we're ready to do it. Two, it's like, fuck, man, he's doing some crazy fucked up shit. Like, yeah, I yeah. don't know if that's a place where I want to be living now. Um, I have some friends over there who are like directly affected by this. He's like Peruvian, so he like he's from outside of the country, so of course he gets affected by this, even though he lives in New Jersey all his life. Uh, but like. When this happened, my girlfriend turned to me and was like, hey, uh, I just read this thing. Apparently, you have to go to Sydney now and do an interview with the American Embassy if you want to get a passport to go to America. You may need to. Sydney or Canberra. Yeah. Um, uh, that's, that's, that may not be the case. But like, essentially, like, uh, w- what it was is they suspended temporarily. No, no, but the thing is, the fact that that may be the case is absolutely fucked. Like, I don't have to like, fly to the fucking Perth, I mean, Bali of- Embassy to be like, oh, I want to take a trip. Like, No. I don't. I, I don't have to fucking do that shit. Like, it's listen. I agree with you that that's the biggest issue affecting me personally. <laughs> like, I'm sorry that I have issues that affect me personally. I, I, I don't want to be like, but the poor, the poor refugees and the women. Like, I get it. Everyone gets it. But I want to take a trip. God damn it. No, like, yeah, because I wanted to fucking visit my friend of like fucking like ten years, like one day, and now I can't because fucking I have to fly all the way over east and then do an interview with some fuckhead who's like, uh, are you sure you're not a terrorist? Uh, you know. I know you're from Australia, and uh, and uh, according to this Twitter here, it said you want your girlfriend to rip your dick off and uh, <laughs> and uh, throw into a lake. But uh, I'm not sure we can trust you. Like, like I don't fucking need that. Like, 
this is bullshit. Like, I, sh- I shouldn't have to, like... Like, nobody should have to... Like, it's actually called the land of the free. <laughs> and I believe, <laughs> as an Australian, as a citizen of the world, that if you elect me, Rory Machel, as American president, I'm going to fuck that system up so hard. I'm going to make it so white people can't travel anywhere. I don't mean out of the country. I mean by car, by foot. They have to have a passport just to go anywhere. Like, they have to they have to call me up personally. I've, I've only got two phones that I can <laughs> use. So it's like, you know, they call one up and it's like, uh, can I go somewhere? Uh, I'll think about it. Beep. <laughs> what about, can I go somewhere? Mm, four steps. And they can move four steps. And it's kind of <laughs> like that uh, that game show that was on ABC where I, where you'd move a few steps and like, oh, go, go, stop. It would be like that. Vote one, Rory Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? Vote two for Rory Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, vote twice. Yeah, yeah. Who, you <laughs> Why would you just vote once? Yeah, just keep going. Just keep going back. They can't stop you. What are they going to do? Recognize you? Everyone looks alike. Why, why, why is that the weird thing? <laughs> I've had I've had three different comedians come in, like that I've seen in the past week who I've thought were each other multiple times. Who and who and who? I don't know their names. That's the thing. Well, you if all you, I know is that they're if bold, you know that they're someone else, or you think they're someone else, then you must know the names of the three people. No, like, all I know is they're the bold comedian who has a beard. Bold. Like, one of them is Xavier Michaelides, who's like a fucking fantastic. That's the guy. The other like five, seven of them. I don't know. They're just some fuckos with beards and a bold, and it's like, guys, we can't all look alike. We gotta, we gotta like cull the scene a little bit, you know. That's why I've started putting my hair in a ponytail because I shampooed it and conditioned it, and now it's too slippery to put in a fucking slippery. Put, yeah, if I put it in a fucking in a regular headband thing, it just slips right out. You know, it's a slippery little fella. By the way, Glenn, are you getting more bald? Um. Probably. I'm not getting less bald. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all right. I guess that's true. I don't know. I feel like uh, lately, because you now wear a hat and not a beanie because it's too hot. Mm. Uh, but I feel like the last few times I've just caught glimpses of your, your head. I'm just like, there's more head there than there used to be. I like, feel you, like... A- you, have you noticed you having like less hair? Well, this is going to sound like I'm being a smartass, but I don't ever see the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, I guess there is like, that. <laughs> and I, I've seen myself in photos and stuff. It's just like, oh, fuck. Like, that's, that's not so, good. Yeah, so it's like a surprise until like there's some kind of like videographic Yeah, I only see it like record. from front on and it's like there's some hair there. But it's like, I guess it's all fucked. I don't know. You, you tell me. It's, is it fucked? I feel like there's less of it than there used to be. But uh, for those that don't know Glenn, it's kind of like, it's kind of like Trevor from GTA Five. Like how like there's just kind of like a bold spot at the top. Kinda. Can we oh, take a photo out. for like the extra the extra content for the podcast? Uh, I mean, I like, don't know because we've only really it, done that once, it, and it was just to put a picture of me getting fucked on. All right, I just want to uh, say like uh, when I when I first met Chris Franklin, uh, he would not stop calling me Trevor, and he took photos of me to show his like kids or whatever. Like oh my god, this guy looks like the guy from Grand Theft Auto, oh, and gross. for fucking ages he would only call me Trevor. So this isn't the first time. I mean, I, I've I, never I'm heard not that saying before. you look like it. I'm just saying, like the top of the head, like the way like a bald looks like it. How like, there's still do, hair do the there. Trevor face. Do the Trevor's. Yeah. What is he fucking? You know, whatever. I'm not, oh. I'm, not, I'm not gonna make fun of him. He's yeah. a bloke. Uh, but I want to say, like, your hair looks straighter than usual when you took the hat off uh, earlier, uh, earlier during the day. I felt, I felt like it looked like straighter. Like you look like, it looks like more. 
like more effort's been put into it. Like you know, like a uh, it's just uh, sweat. Yeah, I think I think it's like um, sweat because you got a hat on. All and the I haven't time. had a haircut for fucking ages. It might be it's just out of control. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, very seriously considering just shaving it off and going just shaving it to skin. The, the, the hair, not the beard. No, okay. I was about to say, what would it take to get you to shave the beard, though? Uh, he has done it. He's done it a couple of times. Talking about people who have shaved their beards, Rory. Thank you, Rory. Uh, I once, a long time ago, saw a picture of Ben Mulvey on his Facebook. Dude, that guy does not look good without a with that facial hair. Uh, yeah, because also he was a, he was Charlie Brown, and someone was mid-shaving him, his head and his, and his beard. Uh, for a Halloween party, I assume, or maybe he just likes Charlie Brown. Maybe he's a big fan of the the old Peanuts. You know? Have you seen? Um, actually, we might have talked about this on the podcast at some point in the past. But um, have you seen Bob's Burgers? Um, do you know Tina from Bob's Burgers? Tina Fey, the lovely person on SNL. Or? That's yeah, that's right. Uh, but yeah, Glenn, you, you know Bob's Burgers, right? Yeah. You know the the the, the daughter that's like the, the, the sort of gross one. Yeah, yeah, Tina. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ben Mulvey without a beard looks like Tina. Like he has her face, and that yeah. is not a well-drawn face. It's not good. There's no chin. So when he shaves, it's kind of like a Tina Turner. That's a lovely smile there, Jazz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I, like, I I knew you wouldn't. I knew you wouldn't laugh out loud. But I knew you would smile. So I was like, I'm gonna make sure everyone knows. Okay. Mm. <laughs> For those who don't know, Tina Turner is a, a famous. Uh, She's a woman. It's all I know about her. She's By a the woman, way, she's a minority uh, singer. Oh, she's, I didn't know she was a minority. She was in Mad Max too. Oh, really? Beyond Thunderdome. Oh, yeah. She was the girl that sang the Mad Max song. I used to have... He's um, man and he's Max. I used to have sex... He's mad, Max, I used to have sexy nightmares about Mad Max too. Where it was like dirty and like there was shit everywhere. And like I wouldn't come because I've never had like a wet dream, wet dream. But, like, I would just wake up being like, oh, that was sexy in a weird way, like post-apocalyptic way. It sounds just like the normal conditions I would have sex in. <laughs> <laughs> God, this is filthy. I mean, we can only assume. How do you know it was Mad Max 2 you're having wet dreams about? Was it like a specific Tina thing? Tina Turner wasn't in Mad Max 1. Okay, and also, so you were having it, dreams about Tina Turner. Yeah, it was Tina Turner, but in the Mad Max world. But I'm pretty sure I hadn't seen... I'm pretty sure I'd seen Mad Max 1. I hadn't watched Mad Max 2, but I'd seen like a poster of Mad Max 2 where I was like Tina Turner's face there. And then I just started having dreams about so your dream not even fully having sex so with So your Tina dream Turner. was you covered in dirt just like fucking a Mad Max poster. Just like sticking your dick inside like the paper like... That's you ripping the poster. Have I way. told you... Have I told you how I initially jerked off? Have I, have I told you about that? About how you used to rub yourself in the bed? Yeah, but also the magazines... Oh, yeah, he used to rub yourself on the magazines. Yeah, I used to rub magazines on my dick. We talked about it on the live podcast. It was very well received. Oh, okay, well, it. never mind then. I will, yeah. I will recover that. Yeah, I used to dream about fucking Tina Turner on a poster. Sure. What, you never dreamed about a fucking poster of a movie? I mean, I did like the movie, uh, that one about the... Like, uh, the one like uh, with Frankie Muniz and uh, Amanda Wait, Bynes. Wait, the MMA fighter? No, no. Okay. What are you talking about? No, uh, like... Uh, like- Agent Cody Banks or some shit? No, it's the one where the guy uh, is covered in blue. Uh, blue cum? Like what? Blue, covered in blue what? Uh, Smurfs. Uh, <laughs> actually, Smurf is Smurf, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. No, you don't. I, w- I was fucking dead. Do you assume you know what I mean? Sorry, bro. 
I was really trying to think of a movie where like a child uh, died by drowning, but I couldn't think of it. And uh, like, I mean, all right. Oh, the Nirvana album cover. I mean, all right. It's it's my fault for 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 giving you an unfinished premise. Uh, continue. Uh, go ahead, Roy. Go ahead. No, like it's just. A no, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I was thinking. I w- for Nick Marrow, I wish he was on. I'm, I want to bring this up <laughs> to him. Me too. I really want to talk to him. Uh, I, I, I want to bring this up to him, but also, like, you oh, know, I'm probably actually, never going to. All right, I've got actually, a great idea. Thing, and then I want to say my thing. I've got yeah. an idea for uh, his next French show, because uh, currently the title for his... It's actually been selling pretty well. People yeah. like it. Yeah. Uh, I, I flied for his thing, and I went to the venue, and they had it written down as just a... Uh, Talking about stuff a little dirty, dot, 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 that had no Nick Marrow on the board at all. Just the na- Well, just no, because his name's not in the title. It says Nick Marrow in the thing. No, but the title of the show is me talking about stuff. Like, Nick Marrow's the presenter, but his title's so long, he can't put his name in it. That's the, that's the only problem with it. But people like it. People, because uh, I opened for him a couple of days, I asked uh, someone why they came. So it's like, you know, you clearly made a mistake. Uh, but I asked someone why they came, and like they were like, oh, I just read the title. I love that it was like, you know, it had a fucking winky face in it, and like, and like that it's just like, oh, some of this is dirty. Like, it actually really does appeal to his target market pretty well. Oh, damn. Well, I was going to... My, my suggestion was to him to call his show, next show uh, Nick at Night. Uh, Nick, colon, like, uh, like bracket, I like Marrow, that you're, I like you're sticking with 30, 30-year-old references exclusively. At night. They still have Nick at Night on, you know. Is it? I mean, like... Uh, it's 30 years old, though. Yeah, so is Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> so is fucking TV. You can't, you can't just be like... TV is uh, not 30 years old. TV is, like, from the 1960s. Okay, it's more than 30 years old. Jesus, Rory, update your references. God, you know, all the references I make that are old are references to things I've heard on podcasts. Like, that's it. Just be original. What do you mean be... What am I, I going to do? Reference something anyway, that doesn't exist? Anyway, I want to, I want to tell this thing. Because uh, I opened for Nick a couple of days. Uh, he had um, Carl Legacy, who's been on the podcast. All right, you don't have to fucking start miming shooting yourself in the head, okay? Like, that's... All right, listen. No, like, this is too much, too much miming now. Take your improv away. Uh, for the audience, uh, Rory is uh, miming, disassembling a pistol, putting it back together. Oh, he just took the firing pin out. Uh, and this now was proper idiot. improv. He wouldn't be holding his hand in the shape of a gun. He'd be pretending he was holding a gun. Exactly. So, this uh, guy fucking pays attention. He knows what's up. Anyway. No, see, the reason I'm doing, I'm holding it like a gun is because I was miming that like the gun was jamming with a bullet every time I tried to pull the thing. That's why I couldn't kill myself after you told me the original of my references, which is like... The dumbest fucking thing ever. I've Why ever is heard. that dumb? You can't have an original reference. It's a reference to something. No, I did. I just said be original. When I'm making my reference jokes, fucking. Well, uh, all right. Anyway, whatever. Uh, what I was saying was, uh, cause I opened for Nick a couple of days. Um, Kyle Legacy, who's been on the podcast, he opened for him one day, right? And Kyle did five ten minutes at the start of his show, uh, during which point he continually referred to himself as the king. And then uh, he crushed it, but then, like, the last thing he said was, yeah, baby, I'm the fucking king, and then just, like, walked off. And then Nick had to come out and be like, this is supposed to be my show. (laughs) Which I find a hilarious way to open for somebody, because, like, the next day, I opened for Nick, and he was like, hey, just before you go out there, can you not refer to yourself as the king and then just walk (laughs) off? Right, and I right. was like, hey, why would I ever do that? This is so you a went thing on stage. That everyone's been doing. <laughs> yeah. like, not just Kyle. Yeah, this is just the thing that why a bunch you call of yourself the king. Like, that's not your thing. So, I don't know. You're <laughs> opening. Right, so you went on so you went on stage. 
Hello, I'm kicked out of my water. Good evening. And then you didn't bomb because you're doing a fucking weird voice and you called yourself the king at the beginning. I mean, yeah, that's that's Carl's thing. Yeah. That's for, that's for his show, Carl's show. Talking about stuff, a little dirty, winky face. That's for Kyle's, uh, Kyle's uh, his comedy showcase he's got going on that Nick Marriage just happens to be a part of. They call me the king of comedy. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, any final thoughts? Yeah, Rory, do a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Probably cut this about ten minutes ago. Um, I was thinking about this for a while. I talked to my girlfriend about it. I, I'm, I was, this, this was going to be a bit on like uh, on stage, but I don't think it'll ever work because it's a fucking thirty-year-old reference again. Because the podcast brought up Police Academy, and I remember the guy from Police Academy. <laughs> Jesus. About the guy from Police Academy. Michael who does Winslow? Like, yeah, Michael Winslow. I'm glad someone remembers the name, because I do Yeah, because I'm 34. Of course I know. I'm Am I 34 or 33? I, I thought you are like 40. Oh, <laughs> my feelings. I used to be a child model. <laughs> <laughs> God, man. I've been walking around thinking... I've been walking around internalized that information for like 30 years. If you started going around high status, like telling people like when they wronged you, like, Oi, I used to be a child model. <laughs> like, oh, man. <laughs> what if that, that was... Would be, that would be sad if I used to be a child model. That would be like a sad thing to be like, oh man, that guy's living in the past. But then it turns out I never even fucking was. Like that's What if that's the new thing? Jez, what if that's the new thing you put on your posters? That's such a crazy thing. Jez, what if that's the new thing you put on your posters? Like like a fucking... Jez Watts, child model. Yeah, (laughs) Gareth from like the doll or whatever. One of the best child models I've ever seen. Everyone's like, oh, who's that? Who's that guy? He used to be a child model. You mean Jess Watts, the child model? <laughs> and then, like, when you're crushing it on stage, people are like, like years later, when you sold all your child model uh, calendars and your uh, your comedy CDs that come with it, uh, they're like, hey, we did some research. Apparently, this guy's not a child model. He just made it up. What the fuck? Yeah, I'll, I'll be like, yeah, second only to like that guy from the league who claimed he was at 9/11, <laughs> where people are just like hold it against me for the rest of my career. Or that guy, uh, that guy who claims uh, he's a millennial when he's like fifty years old. Oh yeah, that dude, the corporate guy. Yeah, yeah, who does only clean comedy and uh, Nana? performed. Nana? What was it? What was the guy's name? Uh, Nine. Nine. Nana? Nana? Yeah, yeah. Dan yeah. Nanan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, he performed at Trump's inauguration. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, also three doors down was there, so it was pretty, pretty good gig. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, so I, like, I thought of a bit like Michael Winslow, how he does voices and all that stuff, and I was like, oh man, what if? What if when he has sex, he imitates uh, his partner enjoying it? So that when laughed, so when after when she's like, that was kind of quick, wasn't it? He was like, uh, it sounded like you had a very good time, <laughs> and she'd be like, I don't think I did. And then like then he, then she'll be like, and then she'll be like, uh, eh, no, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was really good, and it was actually some of the best stuff I've ever done. You know, it's probably the best sex ever in the world. And she'd be like, I, I didn't say that, and like, it just sounded like he just did say that. I'm pretty sure we have it on recording. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is uh, this is her lawyer, and I think that she also uh, also said that. And also, I think you're the world's greatest lover. And then uh, they kind of divorce because you know the relationship's just kind of rocky from then on. Because I mean, who can you trust? Glenn got um, overheard. Um, it it seemed like he was having sex to one of his housemates. Uh, what was actually happening in the situation? Um, uh, so it was after the drunk show. It wasn't sex. It was fucking. No, no, but like, what were you actually doing while you were saying what you were saying? 
what I was actually doing. Yeah. Uh, my leg had cramped. Right. Yeah, yeah. So Glenn's leg is like has just like seriously cramped up and he's kind of drunk and hungover and stuff. And he starts just sort of like pounding on his leg and screaming like fuck in anger and pain. And so he's I'm so fucking drunk I can't uncramp my leg. And he's just doing this like over and over again for a while, like kicking his leg and screaming, Ah fuck but like angry. And so, yeah, one of his housemates thought, oh, that, Glenn must just be having sex, and that's how he has sex. He just angrily, like, screams, fucking pounds the wall. Because I was, I was going to come in and see if you're all right, but I thought you were having sex. And I'm like, no, I just had a fucking massive cramp I couldn't get rid of. I still came. But, uh... <laughs> what a shitty roommate. <laughs> what? She thought he was fucking... Yeah, but like also, usually when people fuck, they bring someone over. Uh, well, I, was, I, don't, I don't think they yell and pound their leg. Like, well, I was so drunk, I was talking to myself. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he was also like having a conversation with no one. Well, I was just like, oh boy. <laughs> oh, you've oh, really done it this time. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't open the front door because the lock is fucked. And I was like, I'm just going to sleep on the doormat and then throw oh, up on the doormat. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he threw up next to the doormat. Sort of woke up again, let myself in. It was just like, oh boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Shut the door. Laid in bed. <laughs> threw up on the floor, <laughs> and then my legs cramped up, and I was just like, "Ah, oh, fuck this. This was worth that fucking gig. I don't know if I'm going to get paid for." <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you crushed it to those thirteen people. That's man, you also thing. apparently crushed some puss I've heard from your roommate. Wow. <laughs> I'm stinky in the hangout. And that is the first episode back uh, of, of, of the, of, I guess, what you might call season two. Uh, of, uh, of brief, brief interviews with hideous men. I think it was a pretty good app. I was pretty happy with it. Uh, yeah, that clock sucker thing. I am genuinely sad we didn't do it, even though it would have meant a lot of uh, a lot of blowing my friend Sonny. Um, but a reminder. Speaking of Sonny, uh, about Super Tough Improv. Go and check that out on uh, on iTunes or, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your, your little your little pod kizzles. Um, and uh, the Infinity Just Comedy Network. Check all that out. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, at Brief Hideous, look like us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Brief Hideous, I think. Uh, and you can stream it on the Infinite Jest website, infinitejest.com.au. Uh, thank you guys so much for, uh, for listening, uh, for sticking with us, uh, after so many, so many non, uh, non, non weeks of the podcast. Um, but, uh, we, we appreciate your listenership, uh, and, uh, check out that network, uh, oh, by the way, um, fucking, I found an amazing song. Uh, I've never even heard of this. You know what? I've heard of this band. I've never, ever listened to them before. Anti-Flag are pretty fucking sick, basically. Uh, but uh, given that our network is launching now and not many people know about it, so I tell your friends, it's somewhat of an underground network, hence my selection of this song. It's fucking baller. So listen through to the very end. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this has been Brief Interviews with Hideous Men. I am Jez Watts. Have a sick week. 
Oh, and if you have any uh, friends in Edinburgh who are going to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, tell them to come and see my solo show there, which is the first year I'm doing it. Uh, Jazz Watts, Sex Lies of Video Games. It is 2.45 p.m. Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays at the Free Sisters Wee Room. Uh, I, uh, I'm excited to do it. It's going to be the best show I've done ever. And, uh, and uh, it'll be great to do it with people. So uh, let people know. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Distributing our news, our information, our ideas before you.